0: Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today on This Life, a podcast by Mallorca Media. I am your host, Felix Mallorca. First and foremost, before we get into everything, I want to give a shout out to everyone that's been listening. Um, I appreciate you 100%, 1000%. Thank you for reaching out to me and giving me love. Um, It Honestly, it means the world to me. And I appreciate each and every one of you. Again before we get started I just want to say a couple of things um, please rate and review this on Apple podcasts if you listen to it on Apple podcasts um, If not give it a follow on Spotify so it's only on Apple Podcasts and Spotify okay um, mas I have some notes here. Oh uh, <laughs> regarding my last episode uh, with Jessica I I got two people hitting me up one of them being my mom <laughs> but
1: some clarification coming.
0: Yeah, yeah. So I said, I think I told her to hand, the. I, I said something about a painkiller. I don't know if people even made it that far. That's a, a June shine, um, drink. That's flavor. like the. It's it's a flavor. It's called uh, midnight painkiller. I'm not giving out like Percocets on on here. Um, so for those of you excited about that, sorry, I'm not doing that. Um, my last little programming note here is uh, I want to give a big happy birthday shout out to. Uh, someone very close to me, Salma Hayek. Um, happy birthday. I love you.
1: People say that my mom looks like her.
0: For real? Actually. Oh, shoot, dude.
1: He... I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: oh, damn it, dude. You freaking ruined it. Yeah.
1: That's fine. So what are you trying to say? My mom's ugly or?
0: Once again, we're here at the Local Hub Studios in Escondido, California. Local Hub is, uh, th- per, uh, shoot, Escondido, Escondido's premier co-working space. Anyway, let's get into it. I'm sitting here with my good friend, Mitch Bartram. Hi. He's already been talking, um, which... That's okay. I didn't let you know, but don't talk before me. Um, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Fucked up. Uh, So, we're just going to talk. I mean, we're just going to talk, right? We're just going to talk. Probably. Um, We just had where did we just go what did we just eat
1: we went to burger bench and it was delicious and they catered to me as a vegan so that was helpful
0: dude all my vegans vegetarians yeah. out there they cater to you guys also burger bench
1: and peep it though it's not even like one of those places that you go to that's like vegan friendly where you're just removing excess ingredients from whatever it is that you're getting they actually have vegan options so i loved that I felt included.
0: That's very cool. Um, that being said, I'm still gonna hype up Burger Bench, but I'm looking for the um, I'm looking for the sponsorship, man. I love Burger Bench. I love that it's amazing for our community. Uh, usually, Escondido has just been like fast food joints. Um, so yeah, I feel like people are so sick of listening <laughs> to this, dude. Um, cool. So, dude, let's get into it. Um, it. I want to talk. First and foremost, because you and I went to different high schools. I kind of knew about you because you uh,
1: dated one of your friends.
0: Dated one of my friends. You showed up to our homecoming and I was like, yo, what up? Um, I was probably a dick.
1: <sighs> don't don't even answer it. But I, <laughs> I'm sorry to any and everybody I've ever been cold to or felt like I was too cool for or something like that. It was because I was self-conscious.
0: Oh, that's deep um but i mean it was high school i feel Mm. like we all were kind of trying to fit into something or uh, some sort of group um but how did me and you like originally i guess meet or
1: originally originally or like how we're friends now how we're friends now (gasps) we're friends yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) um we are friends we are i i in your You are, uh, you're my, we started off almost as like, you're my videographer, right? And now we're friends, I would say.
0: I agree. We started off as like client and Yeah. vendor or whatever.
1: But like almost partners. Yeah. Like creative partners. So this is how it happened. Um, so like you said, we knew each other. We knew of each other. I knew you were my girlfriend's friend and I had met you a couple times or something like that. And then... You actually hit me up one day, yeah. and you asked me if you you had told me that you liked what I was doing with Higher Realm. For those of you who may not be aware, Higher Realm is my company, and it started off as a clothing company, and it's um, since progressed into you know holistic health, personal development, and things like that. But when it was just popping off as a clothing company, Felix hit me up, and he said that he really liked what i was doing and that he would like to know if i if he could shoot a promo video for me yep for no cost just because he appreciates it and he wants to kind of do that for himself it's like a symbiotic thing with each other right yeah and i said absolutely and that after that i'm not sure exactly how it happened but we coordinated a time and he came over and then he has since gone on to progress so much in his craft of videography, but he killed that shit. <laughs> he knocked it out of the park, and from that moment on, I was like, "Oh, he's about it, about it. He's really good." About and about it. Then we've continued cultivating our relationship as you know, in our in the creative way, and then also as friends as well, getting to know each other more because he also has been shooting a lot of stuff for my dad and things like that. He's just all around often now because of what he does and because of what we do. And it's, it's a fostered a friendship that we have now, but I mean, I agree.
0: Um, I think so last week I talked about my friend wanting to be on the podcast and I was like, pitch me. So the reason I told her that is because sometimes you have to do that. Like if I know people who go up to companies and go, Hey, I have 10,000 followers. Um, can you, excuse me, can you send me free stuff? And it's like, as like, if someone came up to you and said that, that's so offensive. Yeah. Because you put in all this hard work and this person showing up with almost a, um, what's the word? Like entitlement, entitlement of like, Hey, I have a lot of followers. So, um, you know, give me free stuff because I will make you bigger. And it's like, no, that's, right. that's I'm not doing how it works. You a favor. Exactly. So if you ever i mean if you want to get in kind of the, the world of um working for yourself and if you're providing a service to someone or you want that a service from someone you have to make sure that you're bringing something to the table like
1: who says this a lot
0: <sighs> Gary v probably for real yeah i don't know. fun fact i i'm not a big fan i'm okay we'll get into that yeah, hold yeah, on yeah, <laughs> we'll get yeah, into yeah. that we'll get because i'll i'll go on a tangent um but yeah, make sure you're bringing something to, to the table. Um, even just with relationships in people's lives, no one wants that friend that just goes, hey, uh, can you cover this? I don't have money this time. Or being the, the, and sometimes that is the case. Um, but if you're known as that friend that's just like, oh, I'm broke, oh, I'm broke, oh, I'm broke. But then you're hanging out with like other people, like spending a ton of cash. And then when you're quote unquote broke, you go to this other group that you know has you, has your back. That's like taking advantage of people, in my opinion. I think it's it's so disrespectful going up to someone being like, "Yo, give me some of your time because I deserve it because I have a ton of followers because right. I know this the the people." It's like, no, nah, man, pitch yourself and do it right. How how'd you feel when I kind of came? Because I know, I know, I, think I you approached
1: me exactly like that.
0: Yeah, so I think I approached you, and then I thought, well, I said like, I I was kind of I didn't really I wasn't forward about it. I was like. Yo, here's my number, text me. And then I've, and then I kind of sat on that and I was like I didn't know unsending was a thing. <laughs> so uh, I was like, "You know what? I'm just going to tell you. I was like, I'm seeing what you're doing. I'm seeing your clothing company. I'm trying to grow my thing. Like yeah. let's let's work together. It'll definitely be a win-win. Let's meet up. We'll talk about something if you're interested."
1: Right. Yeah. yeah, so basically the way that I saw it was you for one appreciated what I was doing. Right. And that feels good. And I You know, obviously I appreciated the fact that you appreciated what I was doing and I had seen, especially after you hit me up with that message, I think I was probably going to your page or something like that, but I knew that you were trying to get on this level of being your own boss and starting your own craft and things like that. And I knew it was something that, like I said earlier, would be symbiotic. I didn't feel like we right. kind of had a we kind of had a conversation earlier about people like trying to ride your coattail or whatever. Yeah. And not to say that I got anything fucking super special going for me or whatnot, but I didn't feel like you were trying to come at me just because uh, you felt like it would be beneficial for you. Right. I felt like you knew it was going to be beneficial for both of us because um, you're going to have. Something that you can add to your portfolio. You're gonna have a moment for you and uh, to craft your your uh, your creativity and what you right. do and your and hone your experience. And and I knew that I was gonna get a dope video. And 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 the thing is, is like you didn't ask me to pay or like tell me what a rate was or anything. You said this is gonna be a something I want to do for you. Right. So for one, I had nothing to lose. Either I was gonna get a decent okay little video out of it that i would decide if i want to use or not or i was going to get a super dope video and either way it's a win-win it's not like i didn't have the time for it or anything yeah and that i had to like find a way to fit you in and it was a detriment to like my (laughs) day or something like that so i said yeah and then we did it and like i said you murdered it and then it was just the rest is history.
0: The rest is history, baby. So if you go on my Instagram right now, and I'm going to show you this, Mitch. I wasn't ignoring you and like looking at my text. No, but
1: I was looking mad.
0: My, <laughs> you were giving me that eye, just like you wow. son of a bitch. So my very first video, and I, I know I don't really have that oh. many posts. My Fuck. very, very first video is the video I made for you. I, I think right? It's the first video. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the very first video. That was when I was like
1: 2018. Not crazy. Yeah.
0: Two years ago. Yeah, I was, still, I was still working, I think. My beard. <laughs> so if you want to check this out, go. I'm going to plug myself. Go to, uh, on Instagram, at Majorca Media. Uh, scroll down. You don't have to go very far, actually. Um, he's going to show it on uh, the camera.
1: Um, I, I don't know if you can see shit or if it's just white, but <laughs> I'm at the top of his Instagram. Just.
0: Go all the way down. The, the very, very first one. What's the caption on there?
1: Super stoked to have partnered up with Mitch Bartram and his company, Higher Realm, for this video amazing visual for an amazing company hashtag heal thyself
0: yeah so that's when i just it was kind of a nugget of an idea of like this dude it didn't even have igtv like i had to cut it in half isn't that weird yeah like it's, it's crazy how much things we didn't have, have igtv at that point nope so i had to, I had to cut the video in half because yeah. it was like a minute and something um but what was my point
1: you're just a dope-ass dude, man.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, I I had my doubts and I had all that. Like, I went through that whole depressive phase, I guess. Um, we
1: came into that together. If you remember a conversation, we had at FAR. Yeah. In the parking lot.
0: Dude, that's right, dude. Damn. That's right. Because mm-hmm. what did you approach me about that day?
1: Oh, the higher-realm broadcast.
0: That's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, all right. So, once again, I don't know if you're familiar. If you even know who I am or whatnot. If you don't, my Instagram is at Mitch Bartram. M-I-T-C-H-B-A-R-T-R-A-M. You can go check me out if you feel like it. All right. But oh, on anyways. So, on SoundCloud too. and I'm Spotify. on SoundCloud. Yeah, I can do this at the end, but I'm on SoundCloud as well as Mitchell, M-I-C-H-U-L. I just put an EP out called Bloom Grow. Yeah, that's pretty much it for now. Um, <laughs> so, but anyways, basically what I talk about what, well, basically what I'm about in my life and then with Instagram only being an extension of myself, I obviously am going to speak about the things that I'm passionate about and that I care about on my Instagram. And with that being said, well, I'm I'm hot. Oh, you're hot
0: right yeah. now? Sorry. No. I'm, I'm using this new thing for those of you listening. Um, this mixer that's here at Local Hub. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> so like while you're talking, I'm looking at the levels on my computer. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I, I pretty much play the setup crew i play the filmer i'm the one the, man band
1: right here yeah does so it all
0: this is this is hard and
1: he's gonna edit it i'm gonna edit it. all this
0: stuff exactly. honestly mad it.
1: props for everything you're doing straight up i know i've I said am. it a couple times today but for real for real thanks uh, but anyways you go ahead and play with that i'll go ahead and continue on um so what i speak about on my instagram and whatnot and youtube is basically my journey and my experience with holistic health and wellness and what holistic health means to me um it means like a whole approach to wellness which is physical health mental health emotional and spiritual health and i decided that i wanted to start almost like a podcast type thing but i wasn't necessarily gonna be sitting down like this with the whole podcast setup i knew i kind of wanted it to be more of a video type deal versus just an audio thing uh, that people would listen to. I wanted it to be something that people were watching, like this. And I was going to call it... I ended up calling it the Higher Realm Broadcast. And um, because I had already connected with Felix and we had been working with each other and whatnot, I hit him up. And since I knew that he was already in the space of you know wanting to have that symbiotic relationship with each other, I felt like we both had something to offer each other. So I approached him with that... <laughs> In mind and said like hey i got this idea that i want to do it's called the higher realm broadcast i basically want to have people sit down very similar to this as well yeah talking about mental health talking about getting real vulnerable and talking about all the stuff that we deal with kind of behind the scenes that a lot of times people may hide suppress struggle with um and i wanted to kind of talk about people's journeys like that and talk about mine as well so i hit him up and i and i asked if he wanted to meet so we met in the far in an elementary school here in Escondido and I pitched it to him and we kind of just had a conversation about it uh, and about where we were at. Do you remember what we were talking about?
0: I think vaguely, cause it was more of like a, it was, it was more of like a conversation in passing of just kind of like, we kind of felt stuck. We kind of felt like uh, you were like what we're, I think we're both on the what's next thing and we kind of felt like we're again we're spinning our wheels and you were like well i want you know i want to do more i want to actually like speak to people and i I want to do something that matters and like clothing's dope and all but like yeah i mean what 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 do you remember from it i don't know if i got it right (laughs) Uh, no you
1: did for sure and for some reason i have like this one I've thought about this a couple of times actually. Right now is not the first time I've thought about that conversation we had. So I have this vision of the memory where I'm like, I think I'm sitting down on the curb or like a little yeah. tire stopper where the cars park yeah. and you were standing up and I was talking to you or something and of course that's where the the vividness of the memory stops. And I can't really remember exactly what it is that I said to you, but I remember there was one thing in particular that I said to you about how, like, I just felt like I wanted to do something, but I was letting all these ideas come up about why I can't do it. Yeah. You know, it's not going to be good enough. People probably aren't going to like it. It's not going to go anywhere. Uh, and I knew that I just wanted to do something else with, with my life at that point. And... I needed, I almost felt like I was unconsciously asking you to be like, to go on that journey with me. I mean, I literally was asking you to go on that journey yeah, with me. 100%. But then I remember at one point, um, he said, yeah, we're kind of down. He's kind of down, but we didn't decide like, here's the day we're going to do. We didn't make it like a concrete thing. We kind of just vaguely said we're both interested. And then at one, and then I kind of almost let it go. I think I let those ideas get to me and like ah, it's not something I'm going to really do. Yeah. And then Felix hit me up and was like, hey, let's set a day. Do you have a guest? And he kind of like lit the fire under my ass a little bit because I think you must have really wanted to do it or something, or you wanted to help me out with it or whatever. And with that being said, I that was kind of what got the gears moving. So I went and found somebody. My parent, my it was actually, the first one was my sister and my dad.
0: Oh yeah. Which Taylor, was crazy. And if Clark. you yeah. guys have
1: not seen that, that's wild. <laughs> uh, Higher own Broadcast, episode one. Yeah it's pretty crazy um but i almost feel like i'm not 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 even a circle i don't want to say that um but i want to say i'm almost at a similar place now that i was back then but at like a different level yeah i'm at a place now where i'm feeling similar to what it was that i was just explaining we were having a conversation about where i feel like i'm trying to get on my shit make some more moves you know make some momentum moves because i feel like
0: Got I made
1: some, I got comfortable and complacent and, you know, maybe took 10 steps forward and like three back, four yeah. back. And I realized like, all right, I'm starting to regress a little bit. What can I do to make, start making some more moves for myself? And like I was saying earlier, watching you has been mad inspiring for me because and you're not even out there talking about it or like, you know, you're kind of just making moves and we're seeing the it come to fruition and we're seeing the fruits of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we're seeing this podcast. And I'm seeing probably a lot more than you guys are seeing because I see what he's doing behind the scenes. I'm, I'm watching this guy set up. I'm watching him shoot. I'm watching him do all the stuff that's behind the scenes that you guys aren't watching. And it's not just here's this glamorous podcast that you're seeing a, a, cl- a clip of there's a lot of stuff that goes into it and this guy's been making mad connections been making lots of moves and i'm not trying to gas you up too much no, but no, man. <laughs> I, i've been going. i've been really appreciating just watching how you're moving and it's been something that's inspiring me to get on that level as well
0: thanks man yeah i at times it's a problem but for the most part i mean i'm blessed enough to kind of have my parents taught me how to how to work and doing this is like I told you earlier. This is filling my time. The podcast, I get nothing from it, and I've told this before. The only thing I get is pretty much I fill my my free time with something positive. Like I, I could easily just go home at four every single day and be like, "All right, I'm done with work. You know, tomorrow is going to be another day where I can do more work." Um, so this has been a lot of fun, and I've I've loved just like watching it, watching it grow. I'm I'm the type of person where before and i think this is kind of the, the i don't want to say the new me but uh, my new mentality is kind of like do something if it makes you happy which is it's it's hard when there's
1: a lot of burping on this podcast i know i've noticed that <laughs> and i'm part of it now because we got the jinx going uh,
0: so i'm 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 drinking a nice beer he's drinking a uh, a kombucha non-alcoholic yeah where'd you um, get that beer from burger bench <laughs> baby sponsor us um shit what was i saying
1: uh <laughs> you're the type of person
0: I'm, I'm the type of person where like now i'm doing things because i like to do them whereas before i would want that instant gratification and a lot of us kind of ask ourselves well what am i getting out of it am i i've i've had people ask me what do you want to get out of this podcast and i'm like what why do i have to be thinking about the end result why do i have to be thinking about you know uh, and to bring this up i know I've, I've brought up joe rogan before but and i'm not modeling myself after him like i've i've probably only listened to like five joe rogan episodes because they're long as hell and it's some i just i don't really listen to that but um he released something it was like his his he moved to spotify i think yeah 50 mil yeah dude actually there's been rumors where and it's fluctuated like 100 mil 100 mil a year 50 mil like either way it's like that's a lot of money you
1: think he's getting anything out of it <laughs>
0: maybe a little bit um but he released this this thing where he has different uh it was a promo for him going on Spotify and something that really stuck out to me was i don't know who said it but they were like man i only thought i thought this was only going to last like 2 months and I, that like that gave me instant chills because again a lot of us want that instant gratification and this might not make anything i might by the end of the month i might my listeners might drop off that's fine and I've said this before, if I have like five listeners that really resonate with this, that's, that's my job. Like that I've done my job. It's fun. Same with, with video. After I stopped worrying about money and like where I'm not at, that's when the clients started coming. That's where I I really started doing things that I love doing. I started working with your dad a lot and just doing easy work. Um, I would give him ideas. And I love, I love working with Clark because I would give him ideas and, and I'd be like, yo, let's shoot this. And he'd be like, cool. Yeah. Or I wouldn't even tell him. I'd be like, Hey, can we shoot something? And he'd be like, yeah. What time? What day? Or you hit me the day of, Hey, are you doing anything? Nope. Let's shoot this. And I'm like, all right, cool. And like, I feel like that's how you have to go when you have like these little passions, but for sure enough about me, I want to, I want to kind of go back to when we first met because I remember people hitting me up saying, how did like, how did this partnership happen? That, and then also like people who knew you back then, yeah as like mitch bartram the Mm -hmm. escondido high school quarterback yeah and they were just like what like
1: people think i'm so weird man
0: (laughs) so i I didn't want to like i didn't want to say that but they were just like what happened to mitch
1: what the fuck happened yo did he go crazy
0: yeah yeah like they were like so why are you you know why are you supporting his breakdown (laughs)
1: and i was just like "Like, wow
0: like what it it was just okay yeah yeah exactly like Mm -hmm. it it was people asking me like what's you know what's he like now yeah and i'm like well i didn't know him any other way like he seems like a good guy he seems pretty happy and yeah and that was the one thing i would tell everyone it's like he seems happy like how and you brought it up too where you were like i'm sorry if i was a dick to anyone yeah but like take me through i mean take me through your life journey because i've heard it before and i, I think it's it's incredible um mm-hmm. but yeah take me through football and all that i'm sure you've talked about it a ton of other I'm times down, but i
1: but Remember, if I need to get reeled in, reel me in, because I <laughs> I give a lot of details that some people are like, enough. <laughs> so basically, Go for it. when I was two years old, no, I'm just playing. Um,
0: Came out of the womb with a football.
1: All right. So basically, my whole entire life, from a child until early, early adulthood, young teen years, my whole entire life, and I would even say my identity, was not only sports, but specifically football. I was pretty much like bred from a young age to just be a football player, and that's all I would do. Um, I've always been very introverted, and I felt like my outlet to express myself was sports and specifically football because I was really good at it, and it felt good to be good at something, so that's what I kind of clung to, and that's how I expressed myself, expressed so I expressed myself and
0: you're, you're gone off that kombucha. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so that's all I knew. That's all I cared about. That's all I was ever going to do. My whole entire goal for my life was to be a professional football player. And I didn't want to hear you tell me anything about the odds, anything about the statistics, if I was going to make it or not. I didn't give a fuck. And I, I didn't want to hear all that. What's your plan B type stuff? Because, there was no reason to have a plan b when the plan a was going to happen fast forward to now it's not the case you're in the nfl or what (laughs) no but it was so i was always terrified of getting hurt of my career ending involuntarily yeah how it ended up ending was voluntarily which you would have never thought that i would have never thought that um if i if someone was to ask me if i would quit playing football but basically here's how it went down for me when I I never drank growing up. I never really smoked weed or did anything like that. I was super focused on football and football only. And of course I had to do decent in school if I wanted to be eligible. So that's where like my main goals right there. And I remember when I was a senior in high school, I got a scholarship to go play football at a school in Lebanon, Illinois, which is pretty much like 20 minutes away, 20 minutes East of East St. Louis, Missouri, but it was technically Illinois. And when I when that happened, I realized like, oh, man, this is real. I'm about to leave Esco. I'm about to not have any of these friends anymore. I'm about to not be in high school. I'm about to lose the opportunity (laughs) to experience everything that I'm experiencing right now. So let me actually take advantage of the time that I have while I'm here. So with that being said, I decided I wanted to uh, experiment a little bit more with all the hype about alcohol and about, you know, smoking weed and, And just be more social really And I never went to parties The first time I ever uh, drank alcohol Was spring break of senior year Um, I had smoked weed once before that And I never went out Ever but I ended up going out More and more my senior year I started um, wanting to have fun and With that came experimenting with alcohol um, Weed And Then eventually Mushrooms were introduced to me and like psychedelics were introduced to me through my sister's ex boyfriend at the time. He's still the homie. I'm not gonna say his name. I'll say Ravicle if you guys know that. But um
0: Shout out to Ravicle. Shout
1: out to Ravicle. Um so he He said he had done mushrooms one time before or a couple times or whatever, and he really liked it and it was this awesome experience and he was telling me how some people will take it and they'll have like a life-changing experience for the better, and they'll feel like these amazing things where they feel like uh, they've realized like what who they want to be and all these really radical things. And I was like, "Dope! I, I want to have that experience." And so then, long story short, I got them. I took them with one of my friends, and we had a blast, and it was an amazing experience. And when, my,
0: when was this? This was in college.
1: This was in my senior year of high school.
0: Oh, high school, okay. Yeah,
1: I might've, it might've been summer before I was, I think it was summer before I was about to go leave to okay. college. And I had a really cool experience. My sister was there with her boyfriend watching us and making sure everything was cool and whatnot. And I just had a euphoric, lovely, beautiful experience. And then did it a, my sister saw how fun it was. And she's like, oh, I want to do it with you now. That looked cool, I want to try. So probably next week or something we got a batch and we figured you know that first one was half a dose it was really dope let's take a full one so then we (laughs) took a full one and
0: that's always a really good thing
1: yeah so i don't feel it i I don't i'm not gonna make this like a whole trip report because i could go in that direction but it's not really about that um so long story short we took the second dose together and i would say because i was tripping with my sister it became a lot more vulnerable of a thing because now our childhood was coming up and all these things were coming up about our family and whatnot. And my dad called me while I was like in it.
0: Oh boy. So
1: it, it stirred things up within me yeah. and now all this family stuff came up and basically what it came down to is my sister and I started crying and talking about all this stuff that happened and we decided ultimately to go home to my parents and walk in the door and say, hey, we've realized that we've been so ungrateful Growing up and you guys have always done all these things for us and we just want to show you that we love you and we appreciate you We're so grateful and we're sorry for not showing that more And really it set me up to Be super open about everything with my family and to this point they know pretty much everything about me and what I do and Things that most people might keep a secret from their family. I don't, and it's things that we talk about and things that they support me with or help me with or what and whatnot. And it's and it was a beautiful experience to be able to go in there and break those walls down and have that experience with them. And so I had that experience and then boom, I go off to college. And now that I'm at college, I had one roommate. He was an amazing, dude martez i love you i've said this so many times i always talk about martez in my videos when it, when we're talking about shit like this um but I, I i personally feel like he was a carbon copy of me he was we were a carbon copy of each other we had so much in common and he was an amazing dude and he was my roommate and then he would always make jokes about how he didn't want to go to school anymore didn't want to be there Oh, we would always talk about it we would always like commiserate with each other about how shitty this was and we didn't want to be here blah 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 because ultimately i guess we ended up fucking hating the school and shit like that yeah. i look back and i have fond memories because i have such good homies from there but at the time we were all like this fucking sucks we don't want to be here
0: do they all play football too
1: um yeah a lot of them did a lot of them didn't it was, was, just, was it
0: because of that or was it just like the, it was
1: it was the in school. the middle of nowhere i mean it was yeah. it's it's fucking 10 to Zero degrees out there. It's snowing. It's gray. You know, it's just like it, it's an easy environment to feel bad in. Yeah. And when you're already in a place where you might be struggling with your mental health, that's like a fucking pit for you to struggle more and dive in. It, yeah. So that's almost what happened to me. I felt like I was just like almost launched into an abyss in in that place, especially when after having had all these conversations about man we don't want to be here blah 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 one day i am sleeping on the top bunk and i hear like zip 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 and i'm like what are those noises i open my eyes i wake up i wake up to martez having all his suitcases packed and in his hands and all shit's gone out of the room And i'm thinking what the fuck's going on he's like hey bro my mom's here i'm gone Oh I was like, God. what? He's like, I'm leaving. I'm done. He's like, my mom's here. She's parked outside. I love you. And I was like, okay. And I like got off the bed and he hugged me. He's like, I'll see you again. And I was like, okay. He's like, you can have my Gatorades. Because <laughs> he left his Gatorades for me. Hell and yeah. then he have dipped. my electrolytes. Yeah, and then he dipped. And uh, he was on scholarship. Damn. Obviously, he was enrolled in classes. He didn't say a word to administration. He didn't say a word to coaches. He literally just walked off the premises and never came back and the coaches were coming up knocking on my door like where's martez at like what's going on i was like dude he just left school he's done they're like wow but anyways now i don't have a roommate and anything that i was dealing with that we were supporting each other with i no longer had yeah right so now i'm in there by myself in a 10 by 10 essentially like a jail cell right with netflix and video games and soup and toast and (laughs) Uh, and Gatorades. Thank you, Martinez. Yeah. Um,
0: uh,
1: so now I'm in there by myself. I remember I put up like this thick ass blanket over my window and like blacked it out. I was like, like vampire sass. I literally like football ended. Now that football is not a thing, I have to be eligible for. I don't care about my grades. Yeah, I'm skipping class. Oh boy, I'm sleeping. I'm nocturnal at this point. Literally became nocturnal. I would wake up at 5 p.m. for breakfast, oh, and go into God. the. Was it called Ames? Ames was our cafeteria. And I would go in there and people were having their dinner. And I'm having my breakfast. And then I would spend my day from 5 a.m. to whatever. 5 p.m. I guess. Or some other time before that. I think I woke up for like one class or something and went to that and stopped. But I just would like driving on the freeways and stuff like that. And it was all dark. And it was just like me time. And I felt like that's when I felt okay. But with all that being said, I was by myself. And I didn't really have shit to do besides be there with me and i started getting really into because mushrooms had opened me up to like this world that i felt like mushrooms ripped off the lens of like conditioning and institutionalization where it's like this is how you look at the world because you were told to look at the world and then yeah. it was like ripped away from me and i was like wow like i you mean I can choose to look at this however I want? And there's other things out there that I haven't been told about that I can like find out about and things like that. So with that being said, I was just like ripe with curiosity and started studying all this stuff. I was really deep into metaphysics at the time. I got really into astral projection. I was practicing astral projection like every day. And if you don't know what that is, then look it up. It's where you basically, people are, this is where people go, wow, that's weird. Uh, It's when you (laughs) train yourself to like exit your body um, through meditation and whatnot. So I was getting really into all that stuff. I was studying psychedelics deep. I was getting real into studying psychedelics. I took mushrooms out there a couple times. I came back and, uh, you know, it was just experimenting with these things that I felt like were helping me explore a new part of myself that I f- had never explored otherwise. And I started to realize that there was other things in this world that mattered besides going to school and besides football and being this number. And... I hated it there. So when the time came to have the end of the season, uh, talk with my head coach about if I, how I was feeling about the season and whatnot, I'm sitting across from just like this. And he's like, Hey man. So, and me and this dude did not have a good relationship. We got into like verbal altercations often. And he was just a dick and I was probably a dick too. (laughs) And he was like, yeah, so how are you doing? Like, how are you feeling about next season and things like that? And I was like, yeah, like, I want my release papers. And he's like, "Uh, I thought so. He's like, I figured that was coming (laughs) because we, he are, we did not jive. And long story short, he got kind of upset. But then he said, we shook hands and he gave me my papers and I was out. And I decided, I thought to myself, you know, I probably, you see, I'm long winded, huh?
0: No, I'm I'm chilling. I'm still going. So I looked up astro, whatever you said. You did. Yeah. Okay. Astral before A
1: S T R A L.
0: Oh, oh well that it, came up it yeah. says for those of you that are as lost as i am uh astral projection or astral travel yeah. and this is from wikipedia so you know it's 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 real yes uh is a term used in estero- esoteric yep practices to describe an intentional out-of-body experience that assumes the existence of a soul or consciousness called an astral body that is separate from the physical body and capable of traveling outside it throughout the universe. Gnarly. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's how everybody's responding right now. Besides like one girl out there with a spread of tarot yeah. cards yeah. like yes. Yeah.
0: She's charging her crystals because tonight's a uh, full moon.
1: That was last night actually. Oh, so was? So you are slipping. Yeah, it was beautiful and it was gorgeous.
0: Damn, I wasn't able to charge my crystals. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I was thinking that I hated it because it was out there in the Midwest because the coach was a dick because I wasn't playing as much as I wanted to and all these reasons. Right. So I decided to come back home to Escondido and go play for Palomar college in San Marcos and
0: shout out to Joe early.
1: Yeah. Dan too. What up? Uh, I don't know who that is. His brother.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. That's sick.
1: So I went out there and, and Austin, in austin hey bud so i went out there and i had a tough season because of the politics of it all um but basically i ended up playing i was basically the starter for most of the year there's a few games where i got benched and this and that because of all types of shit and we had a successful season we went seven and four we won a bowl game i'm going flex real quick i got like mvp of the bowl game and shit like that and shit. i was doing my thing out there i was doing okay and i had more scholarship offers coming in um, from schools that wanted to recruit me and i was going on um recruiting trips and whatnot but i realized oh it wasn't mckendry it wasn't the other school i was going to it's just this lifestyle that i that's fucking me up and i started thinking to myself i'm like a football the football football school dicks dicks everywhere (laughs) no oh (laughs) like dick coaches oh (laughs) maybe yeah dicks everywhere just like but um so uh i just i thought it was it must have been because the coaches were being dicks basically i realized it was all me right because i'm i can choose to look at things in a different way and choose to be a certain way so obviously the way that i was was contributing to the to the way that I was feeling as well, but I was always projecting it out and like what these people are being rude to me and I'm not appreciating stuff like that. But then I started thinking to myself, man, there's so much that I've missed out on in my life because I've always been-
0: Had to go to practice. Had to go to
1: practice. I and, I had, and it was I year round, especially when you're the starter and you're the quarterback, you're the leader of the team, you got to do all these things that other people might not have to do. Burp. <laughs> and uh, then- I thought to myself, why would I continue doing something that I feel is making me unhappy? Why would I consciously understand something is making me unhappy every day? And then be like, yeah, I'm going to keep doing that. Yeah. So yeah. that hit me. And I was like, why? Why would I do that? So I, uh, I then I met somebody. Um, shout out, Anna B. Um, so I met her. And we were both at this place in our lives. We were just trying to fucking explore everything. We dipped out to Asia. I well, So now I'm on the phone with recruiters. And, I, and they're like, hey, we we want you to come to our school and things like that. Like, do you think you want to commit and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know what? I think I'm going to go live in a bus. Or I'm going to go to Asia. And they're like, what? They didn't know what the... F- they were tripped out. Yeah. And I just said like, thanks, but no thanks. I told all the people that I didn't want to go to their school and I was done playing football and this and that. And then I... Basically went out traveling. I went and lived in Asia for a while. I went and I traveled around Ecuador, Mexico, a few places. And I started exploring myself and other things that are available out there other than sports, right? Yeah. And, man, that that just allowed me to open, to experience a whole new side of the world that I never had before. And it came with a lot of highs and a lot of lows. And where should i go from here
0: i mean let me ask you um and for those still listening (laughs) i'm just kidding Um, (laughs) i'm just kidding
1: i I told i warned him beforehand that when you ask me a question dude (laughs) i'm gonna talk about it
0: so do you think that maybe you were were you acting out against like a certain because i knew people that played football that i played myself And I hated it too. Obviously, I wasn't good. Like, I just did it because all my other friends did it. But I knew kids that just did not like um, being told what to do. Like, I hated it. Yeah. And I would
1: talk back a lot in class, in school, to my coaches.
0: Do you think you were, instead of trying to find yourself, like, do you think you were like having a breakdown, but then masking that as? trying to find yourself because like when when I yeah, right? When I had my breakdown, I would always make excuses for it. Because I'm not allowed to have a breakdown. Like I'm I'm privileged. I have amazing parents. I have amazing people around me. I'm not allowed to feel this way because I am privileged. I am not having a breakdown. I'm just having a little bit of a rough time right now. Yeah. But then I found myself just Like you, not wanting to do the things that I used to love to do, I didn't want to talk to the people that I used to love talking to. I everything annoyed me, everything bugged me. I was like tense all the time. Like, um, I started grinding my teeth at night, and I I still sometimes do. Um, but that's like a big sign of stress. And I even like to show you how like stressed I was. I I bought uh, mouth guards, and I bit, I chewed through them in your sleep. In my sleep, even like like I I chewed through three and then i was like i'm just gonna do the football one because that thing's like unbreakable Chew through that no literally chewed through that like
1: the un you did it unboiled and yeah. just popped it in there
0: i did i did it unboiled chewed through that and then i did it boiled and I, I put my thing chewed through that as well and i was just like
1: dude did you were you sore as fuck
0: yeah so i'd wake up every single day with a headache and i have like broken molars because of it that's because i was suppressing that and we were talking about this before mm. but I was i was suppressing all of that and making excuses like well you know i'm just stressed right now i'm just do, so do you think you were kind of having a breakdown or were you trying to find yourself like looking back now where do you think you were at
1: oh uh, man so at the time i feel like i wouldn't have thought that at the time i definitely didn't think that i yeah. wasn't even aware of the fact i wouldn't even have never put those words breakdown to it because uh, it's just, everyone
0: else's problem everyone else has a problem with you everyone right, else is at fault
1: right and i and exactly the world was wrong not me and yeah. i need to go figure i need to go create a experience that i wanted to be in where everybody else would be cool and shit like that mm-hmm. and, but looking back hmm, i don't know I, I personally don't think I would have ever thought of what you just said right now and been like, oh, I must have been having a breakdown that I was trying to mask. Right. But now that you brought that up and you introduced that idea to me, I feel like it's very possible. I mean, I feel like everything's always a mixture of so many things that whenever you're trying to find yourself, it must be because some other things cor- eroding behind you. Right. If you're trying to build something new, it's because you're trying to leave something else. Right. Or you're trying to enter into a new realm i knew i just knew that the realm that i was living in was not the one that i wanted to be in anymore and i was like well let's go find another one and just I, like
0: exploring through your options yeah like in your life
1: yeah and i'm still doing that to this day yeah really
0: i mean aren't we all yeah. um so <clears throat> i just made a joke about like so i i i kind of <laughs> i i i i did you hear that yeah. <laughs> um well, when I when I kind of started following you, I also looked around at like the people that you followed and like on Instagram, I'm saying, and I kind of was introduced to this world of just like,
1: I'm excited as fuck to talk about this. I have a lot to say.
0: So you might not like what I'm no, going to say. No,
1: no, no. I, I'm, I'm on the same page. Okay. Yes. So
0: I was following all, or I was looking at all these people and people talking about like, oh, being your higher self and like girls would like. You heard that? What?
1: Being your higher self.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah dude. The, that inflection or whatever. Yeah. Like I'm just being like my higher self and like girls would like practically naked and which that's fine. If you want to do that, it's totally fine. But sometimes what they were saying was like counterintuitive of just like, <laughs> I don't know there's I feel like people have this mis- misconception about that whole holistic thing mm-hmm. I also spoke with my friend Joe shout out to Joe about this because he was he was very big into like he was he did ayahuasca ceremonies and all that and he was like that's become so saturated and so fake that you can't even find if something says holistic on like a shampoo can be holistic and it's like what does it even mean it's like oh well this has essential oils so I almost did. There's that thing a
1: documentary again. on Netflix called Unwell, and it's about like, what, how did they word it? Like Eastern and holistic medicines being more of like a commercial, like played out, sold out thing now.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. Like essential oils. Yeah. For some reason, and the became, first
1: episode is on essential oils.
0: There you go. It yeah. become it became such a like norm, and I feel like people took these things and while they do have their benefits mm-hmm. i've like looked into i've spoken to people about essential oils and all that they do have their benefits um even if it might be like a placebo uh some stuff i feel like people take that for a brand now and you have all these holistic healers on instagram and they're like showing their butts and their titties and stuff and you kind of get lost in that like ooh the shininess of it
1: mm-hmm.
0: how have you kind of
1: i'm done with that shit dude really i'm um, obviously there's part of me that still resonates with like here, here so here's what I'll say I entered into that I keep saying realm and that's just how I speak I don't know whatever if people are gonna understand me world I entered in yeah same thing I entered into that experience being that type of a person very um genuinely Right. Because I realized and, and most people probably do.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure I'm not hating on the whole right. thing. Like I'm sure there's people out there that actually believe in it and practice it and all that. And
1: stuff. I guess just like anything else, once you enter into like a scene, you almost start to play the game of it, right? And you start to like uh take on traits that you think you're supposed to have and things like that, and it can become weird. Yeah. Um so with that being said, I entered into this experience honestly and genuinely of being this person who was quote-unquote conscious, right? And thinking about how I can be my best self, how I can be my higher self. My company's even called Higher Realm. How can I live in a higher realm and all these things? And it was all genuinely me trying to, and it is all genuinely me trying to be my best self and thinking of like, how can I not suppress, but, be honest with myself about some of the negative characteristics that I have and some of the negative behaviors that I have and learn to embrace them and love them and make them be better and basically what I've realized is that I I myself and I think that a lot of other people in this in this realm get way too analytical about themselves and about everything in their lives and it becomes fucking gross <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. everything everything is oh my God, his shirt's blue. That's the color of Archangel Michael. Archangel Michael must be, so that means the universe is telling, and then it's just like-
0: Yeah, exactly. You
1: get tripped out. Hey man, it's a
0: shirt. Yeah. It's It's a shirt.
1: Yeah, so you start to, I just think that people, including myself, get too caught up in thinking everything's a sign, thinking everything's an answer, thinking that you need to always be better, and you're always analyzing everything in your life that what 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 does it mean you know and it got so exhausting and it is exhausting and i'm and i'm just freshly like this is a thing i've been thinking about for maybe the past like couple months it's yeah. still pretty new i'm like i don't want to be like this anymore right i don't want to and and it became almost like i have to be like this because of the people who uh, who i'm speaking to it's and almost your, like
0: it's like a brand yeah, thing and and, after a while. and
1: and what i'm not about to do is let my brand build who I am as a person right I am a I am me and I'm gonna flow in and out of all the things that I am and my brand will follow that and (sighs) something that I have been really feeling lately that talks about this is that I think a lot of my anxiety around being a better person or being my best self kind of stems from fearing that people are not going to accept me for everything that I am right now in this moment with all my shadow traits and my shadow self. And your shadow self is all the negative things that you, all the negative characteristics that you've suppressed and shunned and you're not looking at It's all your demons, basically. And um, and don't get me wrong when I say, like, shadow self because, like, I still know that's a real thing and I still know that I have my shadow side and stuff like that. But I'm saying it like that because I feel like I was getting too in my head about it. And
0: overanalyzing almost
1: yeah and i realized that i was scared of people seeing that i had a shadow side and i had to be like light and love and i had to let let people see that i was like this spiritual person who's into personal development and wants to be this and be that and i was getting so rigid this is a really big theme in my life It's getting rigid with all types of stuff with the food that i ate i've been vegan for five or six years or something, and it was like, man, I, I can't eat this because if I if I go in this direction, then I'm less conscious, and then people can judge me for it, and then I'm not as spiritual as I think I am. And no, I'm not going to drink alcohol because that's a poison, and that's going to lower your vibration. And now I'm being a lower frequency, and I'm entering into this new plane vibration. where people are, I'm with darker entities, and this, this, and that. And while all that may have its truth to it or whatever. <laughs> I, it was too much thinking about all of it for me, and it was getting to the point where I was too rigid, and I wasn't, and I wasn't able to be happy with myself in my yeah. life. And I feel like I'm entering into a place where I want to be less fucking tight asshole about everything, right? And that's where I'm getting at. And I felt like, like I, like I was getting it. I kind of got away from it. The root of all this stuff was that I was scared I wasn't going to be accepted for everything that I am, and I didn't want that. So now where I'm at is like, fuck that. I'm going to be my flawed self and I'm going to say things that you might love and I'm going to say things that you might hate and I love that and I hope you get mad at it. I hope you get mad at it because like that's yours to deal with, you know, and maybe I'll have to take a step back and be like, should I, you know, I can still be an honest person with myself yeah. and things like that. But um, when I was having this conversation with myself, a mantra blasted into my head and was like, "Uh, what, what did I say? I'm just going to be me and let the chips fall because when I'm my real, true, authentic self, it's a win-win because people are either going to resonate with it and want to be in my life or they're not going to resonate with it and they're not going to want to be in my life. And if you don't resonate with my authentic, true self and you don't want to be in my life, then I don't want you in my life. So how, so that's just a win period. So I'm going to be me and let the chips fall and I'm going to be happy about it.
0: I I think in a, a less holistic sounding way <laughs> I'm gonna use that word yeah you just explained like all of us I mean all of us follow certain guidelines to find out who we are like I mean to put it back to my experience I thought having a full-time job meant you were successful I thought having you know a certain amount of money made you successful you kind of lose track of what you love to do and who you love to be because you think oh this is who i have to be or this is who i like fall in line with being um i mean i thought i had to work for the city and i thought i was going to be a a successful public servant Mm -hmm. and then i found myself again i found myself being rigid and watching what i say and watching what i do and kind of almost being like, Oh, I can't say that because I, I reflect poorly on, on the, like, why do I have to be like that? I almost didn't even start this thing, this podcast, because I was like, what if I say something, you know, wrong or something? It's like, no, I'm, I mean, I know deep in my heart, I'm not a bad person. I might, you know, make some stupid joke, but I'm not like a, like a bad person. <laughs> um, but I actually wanted to touch on like, how do I put this? Like you, you, are such a. I love talking to you because it's always you're always doing something different. Like you just you said earlier, you put out an EP. You started with well, first of all, all the way back, you started football, then you started traveling, then you started your clothing company. And I know your your clothing company started off as a, uh, like tie dye, yeah, tie dye, and one then of my OG exactly tie dye, and then you had that whole printing press thing and I have one of your shirts with a it's got a heart on it with the tape around it mm. um one of my one of my favorites and uh then you put it out in the EP um I remember during like quarantine and all that you picked up the piano right first and then I gave you a or I sold you a guitar I was
1: playing with the acoustic a little bit but then that's right and you sold me that guitar and hey, bro
0: dude and then like every like you seem like one of those people, and no offense, like you're just a little bit on that spectrum where you're like, you find something, you're like, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna, and I'm gonna keep doing it, and I'm gonna keep doing it, and, doing it. and then you're like, done. I don't really like this. Yeah. Next, blah, 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 and I'm gonna keep doing it, I'm gonna keep doing it, I'm, and then I don't really like this anymore. Fully. Next, and like it's crazy because what like the things that you've done, it's not like you start something and don't finish it. You might finish it and be like, okay, what's next. Um, do you ever find that as like being exhausting in like a,
1: Fuck a curse? Yeah. <laughs> so.
0: Because I, 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 <clears throat> I used to be like
1: that. <laughs> My voice yeah.
0: guy. I used to be like, uh, yeah, I used to be like that where I would pick something up and then be like, hm. like I, I played drums when I was. A, I'm
1: so tired of it, dude.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm so, and, and, and it's cool because I get to learn a bunch of different things. Exper- right? You get different I experiences. Get more, a new experience, but I am truly at this point in my life <laughs> craving something that I'm like I want to do this and be doing it, because everything's fleeting to me. Yeah, everything's fleeting to me. Everything's fleeting to me.
0: Are you still making music? Yeah. Are you? Do you find yourself kind of steering off? So, of that? or is that one of those I, things where you're like, "Oh, I, I like this." I go
1: this. in and out. I go in and out, but I definitely feel like that's something that's been consistently there. So, with that being said, music is something that I want to get more in, into. I was actually thinking about that today. Like, damn, what kind of big step should I make towards this? Because I want to just talk about it. And I don't want to just be sitting in my room plucking away at this thing. I want to, like, really get at it. (laughs) So music is one of those things that I feel like could be something that I'm really about. Honestly, the thing that's been most exciting for me. So I want to do that. And I want to get back to this part as well. But something that popped into my head um, a couple minutes earlier that I wanted to say was, like... (sighs) What was it? Mm. I don't know if you've noticed that I've taken kind of like a pause. On social media. On social media, like yeah. with my content creation, with my brand, with Big anything time. that I do. No one's really seen anything. The last thing I put out was really music.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, I, didn't re- I didn't realize this until right now. I think part of the reason why I'm doing that is because I'm no longer necessarily feeling way that i have been on social media to this point being that guy who we just talked about who's talking about the holistic your, dude. all your higher self and and don't get me wrong that is truly truly a part of me that i i will always have in me because i believe in it yeah and but what i'm not is going to be someone who is bound by that and only that i have other sides of me as well and i think i was scared and hesitant to show those other sides and i feel like i am slowly breaking out of that rigidity and out of those boundaries and wanting to push myself to be other th- show other parts of myself because if you know me in person that's the thing like people will see me on instagram and they'll have some perception of me and they'll they'll make me may- maybe make comments to people who actually know me yeah. in person and they'll be like what happened you have to Mitch? no idea dude like this guy is normal ass dude that you know that i've known for my whole life he hasn't changed yeah he just has other ideas now and people think i'm like one thing because that's all i show and i don't want to be that anymore so i'm kind of feeling i was feeling like the the weight or the expectation of like who i'm supposed to be and i'm like fuck that i want to be me that's really where i'm at dude is i just want to be me and i'm like figuring out how like what it is that i really want to do yeah and be Wish which music is one of those because yeah. yes, I have absolutely been getting tired of bouncing around from thing. To thing, to
0: thing. <laughs> uh, I, I think we all have to yeah. we all have to do that to kind of and I mean, you're doing it a little bit later in life because I I mean, I did it as a kid where I I played drums and then I played guitar and then I got a little bit into piano. And then after that, I sold my drums because I started getting into football and sports. And then I thought, hey, maybe I could be, you know, a back row player for volleyball. And then I was like, mm, that's not going to happen. And then I jumped around to like other stuff. I, throughout college, I jumped around to, I mean, photography, I, I had a camera throughout college and I didn't even touch it. And I felt like, oh, I I lost so much time, but, um, I, I think we're all guilty of that. And I mean, to a certain point, it's a good thing or to, to a certain extent, it's a good thing, but I think you definitely have to find that thing where you hone in. And I think it's great that you're like music. I think music is, is one of those things where it's definitely an outlet and you can do something with it. Um, I think something I want to end on is you during, during the, the, it's about to get political up in here. Um, during this whole black lives matter thing. Um, and I hate to call it a thing because I mean it, you don't want to reduce it. I don't want to reduce it. And I'm sure I'm going to piss some people off and that's totally fine. But as, as shitty as it is, it was a trend. And it was
1: everything's a trend.
0: It, 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 okay. Let me let me rephrase this. It was turned into a trend on social media. And we, yeah. we hung out during the blackout day or the day before the blackout day, I think. And and I mean it sucks because every single summer you have to watch a a black person die, people get pissed off, summer's over, people go back to work, right. boom, it's over. And I mean that's one of one of the biggest things that bums me out because i wanted to do a project um and i won't really say what the project was about but i reached out to people during the height of this summer when there were all those protests like a bunch of people in la all that stuff and they were like yeah i'm so down a couple months went by everything got died down a little bit things started opening up and i reached out to those same people and they were like um I i don't know if i can i don't know how that would look you know i work here and i don't know So I was just like, well, holy virtue signal. Like, yeah, that's that's crazy. But you I sat down with you and your mom Mm -hmm. and shout out to Anita Bartram. And um, looks like Selma Hayek. I love you. (laughs) Um, And we sat down and she was asking us stuff like, am I allowed to say this or am I? Why is this bad or why is this? And I, I found kind of like a intergenerational thing of us talking because I brought up the point of I'm getting shit on because i usually talk about stuff on social media i talk about mental health and all that and i wasn't really voicing my opinion on this black lives matter thing and to me i was learning i was reading i was i didn't want to make any assumptions i didn't want to i wanted to learn and we and you did a ton of research on stuff and whenever i had a question i would just tell you or whenever i would have someone come at me i'd be like yo check this out and you would have you would kind of be that voice of reason for me but um
1: i remember that time yeah be frustrated as fuck
0: dude it was it was the most frustrating like week week and a half and it's frustrating watching it now because those same people that were like screaming yeah you know put the, that little black square up like they're not doing anything yeah and they've just kind of gone back to their little their little hideout and um i don't even know what my question was but um shit what was my question I know, man. <laughs> um did you I, I i know that during that time you were kind of pretty you were pretty uh active on on instagram and social media and stuff and did you ever get like backlash from like anything you said
1: yeah for sure and not saying thing and also because i didn't say enough to some people yeah so here oh yeah i'm glad this is coming up so here's some shit I don't want to just be like this is what bothered me and then just say all the shit that bothered me but like there was a lot of shit that bothered me and at the same time it's like the people who are going to hear this is going to be like oh well you're centering your feelings right? you're centering your emotions and you're centering your voice and it's not time for that and I get that but I'm also my own human being who experiences what I'm experiencing I'm allowed to have my experience and what I didn't like was so on my instagram for years now i've been talking about mental health emotional health um and being very vulnerable and talking about things that a lot of people don't don't feel comfortable talking about and i had friends like and and plus i'll get to that later but i had friends hit me up being like your silence is evident like you are like and it wasn't even like in a respectful way that's like, no. yo, like I think it'd be dope if you said something about this because you have a powerful voice and people right. like what you have to say and I think you could really help the movement. It was like, you're silent and you're wrong.
0: You're siding with the oppressive. Yeah.
1: And I'm like, at least come at me in a different way because it was it was a couple people that I felt like we were really cool and it made just gave me a sour taste in my mouth about them because I'm like, I got all eaten my ego about it. Like... What have you been talking about on Instagram? Have you been helping people? I'm always helping people. And I got all pissed. I'm like, yeah. you don't talk about shit. Why are you coming at me telling me to talk about shit? And Get you that puppy and, chest. And you don't know what I'm... Here, Here's one of the things that I said on Instagram that I got backlash about. So because I got kind of triggered by these people coming at me with a genuine intention of me talking about something that is important to be talked about in a way that I didn't appreciate because they kind of spat some like poison at me. It felt like, yeah. Um, so after I had a few people hit me like that, I made this post saying Instagram is not the epicenter of my life. And just because I didn't make a post about something doesn't mean I'm not actively involved in that in my real life.
0: And this was, I think this was the day after you and I and your mom were sitting there talking about this whole thing and kind of, trying To clear up how we felt, and yeah. and like because I felt the same way, but go ahead.
1: So, I made this post saying, So basically, this person hit me up saying that she doesn't know what to do, what her role is, she doesn't know how to help in this moment, she feels scared <laughs> to talk. What <while> we're burping, <laughs> you're like. <"Burr."> uh. <laughs> Summy Burps, just the Burp podcast. Burp podcast, Um, disgusting. So she hit me up saying she doesn't know what role to play. She's scared of backlash and this and that. And with that being said, she was uh, engaging in all of this behind the scenes by uh, educating herself, by donating, by doing all these things that are borderline, arguably more helpful than just saying some bullshit on Instagram about what you
0: think. So everyone else can see it.
1: Yeah. And. So I, I took a screenshot of that and I posted it. I'm like, hey look, this person is not on Instagram saying all the stuff that they're doing, but guess what? They're actually doing it in their real life. Imagine that, like they're doing it. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not happening. Yeah. So all this talk about if you're not speaking about it, then you're the oppressor. How do you know that they're not speaking about it, or that they're not engaging in it? I've been speaking about this shit for years right you can ask my mom dude my mom used to think uh institutional racism or systemic racism wasn't real yeah and i used to get in fucking fights like yelling (laughs) with her and now she believes it and now she sees it for what it is but part of the thing is, is i felt like this wasn't just a moment for me to be like hopping on a trend this was something that i've been on for a long time and not that i'm always talking about it that i'm Uh, even pro-black black black people it's not this is not all they talk about every single day right Right, like we have our lives to live and things like that but when it comes up or when it's necessary I've always been one to let people know how I feel about this and and to try to educate and it would happen and it would happen in ways that were healthy in ways that were probably like just arguments and shit like that that weren't helpful but I felt like the people that were hitting me up were like (laughs) like virtue signaling low key just like saying like like they felt like They had the role that they had to do was like yelling at this person for not being silent because now they're helping. So they thought they were helping, but it was in a way that was bothering me and shit like that. But when it comes to everything else, regardless of how I felt about how some people handled it and the backlash that I got. It's definitely something that needs to be talked about. It's definitely something that's super fucked and... There's, honestly dude how, how deep are you trying to go into this because there's there's so much to talk about regarding this i
0: mean not that deep yeah okay <laughs> um
1: if you have another question for me I'm-
0: no i i, I don't want to go any deeper on that yeah that's fun. um something i do want to say though is that i'm gonna put myself out there actually when i said this was getting political it's not really a political thing people make it a political thing mm-hmm. um see that's another thing you just kind of gotta like walk on eggshells and you don't know who you're gonna piss off right, but right. that being said I actually, fun fact about me, I used to, I looked at like the all lives matter thing as like, uh, I put it in terms of like myself. I was like, well, you know, my life matters too. I'm a brown person. I'm a person of color. And, um, and I actually believed that for a while now, please don't cancel me yet because I'm not done with my sentence. I was educated by that
1: snippet and just yeah, be, this bad. guy's all lives matter.
0: Yeah. Um, I believe that before a professor um actually it was like my crusades professor he opened my eyes he was a spanish dude he opened my eyes to understanding what that looks like he said it this way and a lot of people have said it like this before but this was the first time i heard it he said imagine going to a breast cancer you've heard this right imagine going to a breast cancer uh rally or like a a march And showing up with a sign saying colon cancer you know we're yeah colon cancer sucks and people are like yo this is a breast cancer rally or march and they're like yeah but colon cancer matters too Mm -hmm. it's it's like people took it from kind of like humanity standpoint to like uh to fight against like oh it's not just black people you know to like bring that down um but my point here is that sometimes your opinion changes it's okay to educate others um in a world like what you're talking about with social media where we're like well this person said this we're going to cancel them um it's okay to be wrong and i think it's it's even better when you can go up to someone and say hey i noticed you said this um actually let me show you this article or something that might give you a different perspective that's so different than being like mitch you're you're not saying enough you're not doing enough you're not blah, 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 like like go i mean go up to someone if you come at someone's opinion that's fine if you come at someone's like person and you're like you 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 that's not that's you're making the problem way worse and and you're 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 affecting i'm going to turn this around to mental health you're affecting people's mental health your words dude words are so powerful (laughs) and i can't (laughs) i can't stress that enough like gotta
1: have a burp counter i know this is
0: is disgusting um (laughs) I I can't stress that enough that um what was I stressing about, <laughs>
1: dude? <laughs> I don't know, man.
0: I think this podcast well, is I, over.
1: Here, here's what I was gonna say though this this is what did Pablo for me if I can remember it too. What what were you just talking about,
0: <laughs> <laughs> dude? What a mess! What oh, a mess is this is. It's okay. I just got on tangents. Um, I was oh, I was talking about not coming at someone. Okay, coming so at here, here's here's what I was opinion say. Um, with facts like how,
1: how if you genuinely care about a certain topic and you want someone to and and you're trying to have someone see your side of things in the way that you see it and you want them to go in that direction having a conversation with them kindly and considerately you can be assertive you can be confident you can be all that stuff but if you're st- still respecting them and being cordial are they more likely to see that side when you speak to them like that or when you like punch them in their face right and exactly. and i felt like people were just fucking being like i want you to see it like this so i'm gonna fucking punch you in your face yeah <laughs> and, and if anything that's gonna push people farther away from what it is that you want them to see so i think like all the anger and the hatred that people are spitting at people who have differing points of view is not helpful because you're not going to convince anybody Of anything by saying how fucking stupid and dumb and evil they are exactly you're gonna convince people and you're gonna shed your light on people by being kind and open and honest and you can be upset you can be angry and all those things but it's a different it's a difference between passionately speaking about something that you believe in and then coming at someone as a human being and i don't think that i think that this whole thing has gotten this whole thing there we go you gotta watch you gotta watch the language man Uh, it's hard it's hard which is just another stupid fucking thing fuck you if (laughs) hey man if if you have a problem with the way that people speak about shit because it like trips on you in some type of way get over it (laughs) um anyways um that's it
0: (laughs) (laughs) well uh, i love
1: you though i swear
0: (laughs) where can people find you mitch
1: (laughs) at my house what a fucking note pull up Uh, i'm not hard i promise
0: (laughs) no where where can people find you on your socials
1: you can find me on instagram at mitch bartram m-i-t-c-h-b-a-r-t-r-a-m you can find me on soundcloud with the same thing or you can look up my artist name which is mitchell m-i-c-h-u-l and i'm also on twitter a little bit actually i really i deleted all my social media all of it's gone right now. So you're not going to find me on there. There you go. You're going to see what I have on there, but I'm not going to be active um, for the time being. But yeah, I love you. I uh, I get angry about stuff and <laughs> you can get over it. Uh,
0: you can find me at Mallorca Media. <laughs> uh, to the five of you still listening, thank you so much for, for listening. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: this, yeah. Was, this was a practice in me giving less fucks so I went a little extra.
0: There you go. It's all good, man. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for joining me, joining us uh, today on this live uh, podcast by Majorca Media. I am your host, uh, Felix Mallorca and you can find me at Mallorca Media. Um, thank you so much for your support. Um, I feel like I had something else to say, but it's all good. Salma Hayek
1: <laughs> Burger Bench. <laughs> I
0: love you, Samahai Burger Bench. You got a burp left? Nope. Nope. Thank you. we're Bye. <laughs> You got a little hot? You got hot. I got a little hot. <laughs>